Hello and welcome to TMG Unfiltered. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are Two Marker Girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, and we keep you up to date on trending news topics in the vegan world. So today's episode is going to be all about food as per Catherine's request because today, Monday, November 25th, is Catherine's birthday. So I said we could talk about whatever you want. First she said bread, then she said pizza, then she said just just food. I, I love food. Yeah, we're just going to have a candid discussion about food. Mm-hmm. But first, we have to do the news. Dun, dun. I don't know the jingle at all. Uh, it's more remember. than just a jingle. <laughs> <laughs> this is Plant-Based News with Cat and Dev, bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm. Hello and welcome to the news. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. Today making news, Burger King is being sued by a vegan customer after he was served an impossible Whopper that was not completely free of animal byproducts. Dun, dun, dun. Um, do you want to read anything about this or are we just You talk were about reading it? through the articles pretty yeah. thoroughly. Which I have to admit, so my first instinct when I read the title of not this specific article, but just, when I saw yeah. about this news was eye roll oh yeah severe eye roll um but when i actually continue i read an article in bloomberg Uh when i was reading that article i actually kind of get it a little bit because of their claim okay their claim that it's 100 percent whopper zero percent beef okay so like when you attach that you kind of just assume so like i guess technically if it's cooked on the same grill and it technically has like beef like juices on it yeah. it technically can't be considered zero percent beef so because they made that claim they're being they can that's, be sued on yeah. that like technicality because that claim is like taken as a fact yeah. that is the fact because they're advertising it this is a fact to yeah. this they can be sued because of that which mm. i kind of understand like if someone who is that strict in their veganism or has an allergy yeah. or something like that um if someone like that reads that statement, it does kind of seem like, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I don't assume anything is cooked on a separate br- grill, but I can understand people who don't know mm-hmm. that world might assume that, yeah, this is probably cooked separately. They're saying there's no animal products in this, so it's safe to eat. So I can kind of get it. And like after reading that article, I kind of understand where he's coming from. Right. I didn't realize they had made that claim. And then that really does set them up to be in trouble. Exactly. If you're advertising that it's 0% beef, yeah, you can't really, like, whether you're intentionally doing it or not, like, whether you think it's a big deal or not, any kind of ounce of beef juice or whatever it is, technically it can't be considered 0% beef. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, they kind of did it to themselves. Yeah. So, like, I think it's a total fair lawsuit. It is, but... In terms of advertising standards. Yeah. Yeah. They were probably like, oh, this sounds good. This will be great for our campaigns. We'll just run with it. Now it's biting them in the foot. Uh, Which I'm a little surprised that their legal team wasn't like, hey, guys, maybe That's a risky thing. Yeah, this is a little risky when you make this absolute claim that it is Mm -hmm. 0% beef. Mm -hmm. So, maybe their legal team did and they decided to go with it anyways, but... I had the same reaction as you, though, when I saw that I article. Will. I was like, are you are you kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah. This is why people don't like vegans. Yeah. But if that claim 
didn't exist and they just were suing based on the fact that they found out it was cooked on the same grill yeah. and burger king had never claimed that it yeah, would be 100 yeah. percent perfect then i'd be like really yeah why are you doing that exactly yeah but the claim i think validates the suing in my opinion because if you're gonna make that claim you better back it up and actually be true especially when so much of advertising you don't know if it's true or not so if you're gonna back up something where people are so passionate about it you better make it true because like if there's anyone that's gonna take you to court it's a vegan i think so Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like someone who has an allergy and they're like oh finally i don't have to worry Although, exactly. I don't know about you, but as a vegan, I have trust issues. Always. And I don't, I don't know that I would say, okay, yeah, sure, 0%. I believe you. Yeah. You're just saying that. But, like, it's fair to, like, for the, like, for the non-skeptics, it's fair that, like, you might mm-hmm. assume that. If you're making a claim like that, you would assume that there's no animal products in it when there actually might be. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, if it's for religious reasons or for allergy reasons or, you know, you just are that really ethical vegan where you literally just don't like you would feel so shit if you just consumed animal products Mm -hmm. in that small amount like if it means that much to you that that claim is like pretty dangerous Mm -hmm. if you're not gonna hold up to that claim so um i hope it like sets standards for everyone else who decides to include vegan menu like vegan options on their menu not that like i have there's nothing wrong with cooking on the same grill in my opinion like, I will still eat a Beyond Burger that's cooked on the same grill as a meat burger. Because mine isn't allergy-related. Mine isn't religious-related. Like, nothing like that. I have no problem doing that. But if it is, just make it very clear that it's not... Like, there is a chance of cross-contamination. Mm-hmm. And so, the goal of him suing, he wants monetary compensation, right? He doesn't want oh, them I don't to know. I didn't read that have to implement a separate grill. Or he just wants them to take that claim away. He just wants cash? I don't know. Oh, I don't. I didn't see that anywhere in the Bloomberg article. Okay. He's seeking a judge mandated order for the burger chain to stop cooking impossible whoppers and regular burgers on the same grill. Okay. So he wants them to change their practice and put it on a new grill. So then it says since Burger King began offering the whopper, they stated in fine print on their website that the burger is flame grilled on the same broiler used to cook beef and chicken, meaning the burger may not be suitable for vegans or vegetarians. For guests looking for a meat-free option, a non-broiler method of preparation is available upon request. Mm. So I guess you just have to, like, make it clearer. Yeah. Like, even with that, I still understand why people might get confused. Yeah. Because, like, if you're reading something that, like, let's take it a step further and be like, it's an allergy thing, like peanuts. Mm -hmm. If you were to read something that says 0% peanuts... You would assume that's safe for you to eat. Yeah, you probably wouldn't go to the site and look for the fine print and just like triple check. And yeah. Like, well, maybe you would. You might when it's a life-threatening thing. Yeah. But like a claim that says 0% peanuts should be a true claim. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't just be able to make that claim and be like, oh, like in tiny print, it was made on, a, on equipment that also makes peanuts. Like that shouldn't be tiny print anywhere if you're making that claim. Yeah. If your like major p- bullet point thing is that it's 0% peanuts you should be able to back up that claim and when you compare it to peanuts like no one would ever do that with peanuts because it's such like a when when it's a bad allergy it's a really bad allergy and it's such a common one too exactly yeah if you're put i assume i I admit i mean i don't have a nut allergy but i assume on packages that say like nut free or peanut free it is also made in a facility that's peanut free i think that i haven't ever double checked i think it would have to be for them to to say that that because that is a life-threatening thing yeah so um 
that's the thing. Like, I guess when you when you start like getting into things like where a lot of people are vegan by choice, right? Yeah. Or whatever they are by choice. Some people aren't, but like a lot of people are. People kind of forget that that those claims are still a serious thing to mm-hmm. make, even if the diet is a choice diet. Mm-hmm. So I think it's figuring out the same, just making the same standards that. If you're going to claim something is 0% anything, it has to actually be 0% anything. No cross-contamination or anything. I 100% agree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. What's the next thing? Great question, Catherine. Excellent (laughs) question. Thank you. I'm a great interviewer, so (laughs) I've heard. (laughs) Okay. We're going to move on to a new study. Ooh, studies. I love studies. Science. Science. Here we go. Uh, one serving of meat is 35 times more environmentally damaging than a serving of vegetables, according to an Oxford study. So a study from the University of Oxford and the University of Minnesota. Okay. Does it get into what exactly a serving size is? I know, generally speaking, a serving of vegetables is like half a cup of vegetables. Okay. Let me break it down for you. Okay. A 50 gram or 1.8 ounce serving of red meat is associated with at least 20 times as much greenhouse gas emitted and 100 times as much land use compared to a 100-gram portion of vegetables. And then they also kind of looked at the dietary effect, or the health, the health impact. Mm-hmm. So a person who eats an additional 50-gram serving of processed meat, which they said approximately two slices of a ham, per day has a 41% chance of higher chance of dying this is my favorite in a given year which, which um what they again get hit by a bus yeah like that could be I, because you ate ham there's no asterisks there being like dying by heart disease or whatever it is is there no but i feel like later on what they say kind of um clarifies because okay. it says that um foods associated with the largest negative environmental impacts are consistently associated with the largest increases in disease risk okay. so i feel like when they're talking about people dying in a year they're talking, talking about them about, getting like but heart you should disease. be a little clearer yeah and to be fair it could just be the way the article has summarized the study yep. not that the study says that in yep. their write-up but yep. it is a pretty funny thing to say <laughs> if you eat two pieces of ham you're, you're more likely die. to die this year them pigs gonna hunt you down <laughs> <laughs> karma is a pig <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about your chances of death this year? Oh, wow. That's a freaky question. I don't want to talk about that at all. I know you think about your death all the time, right? Stop. <laughs> well, I think like when, when we talk about articles like this, yeah. and I don't know, I'm assuming that a lot of our listeners are probably already vegan. Yeah. So it's just I us assume. being like, okay, yeah, this reinforces what we already believe. Confirmation bias. Here we go. Yeah. Um. But I still find it interesting to talk about and to yeah. know that these things exist. And I mean, sure, send us an article about the other side of it because yeah, there, yeah, yeah. there's totally like there's environmental side of it. So we're not saying that plant-based is the best way. Yeah. But I do like to talk about these studies when they come up because yeah. maybe there'll be non-vegan people listening to the podcast and maybe they'll look into it a little bit yeah. more or yeah. they'll just tell us to stop, you know confirmation biasing every week yeah i mean we are literally this is vegan news so we look for vegan specific articles all the time literally um but yeah no i think it's still an interesting thing to look into and always look into the opposite end Mm -hmm. um we don't because can't find them (laughs) (laughs) we're also like vegan already and all that kind of stuff we're happy being vegan all that kind of stuff so we don't need more research to like 
we're, we're we feel healthy enough yeah i'm confident in my choices exactly but i feel like the environmental impact maybe it's just me and like the world that my yeah. i'm in i feel like the environmental impact is being talked about way more well yeah right now oh yeah and so it's making me care about it more yeah and think fair. about it more and almost use it as something that i bring up when people are talking about not going vegan yeah i think it's easier for people to relate to than to be like oh this cow has emotions and doesn't want to die mm-hmm. because a cow not wanting to die like it sounds horrible but it doesn't affect humans mm-hmm. like you don't like exactly. there's no like this cow living or dying doesn't necessarily affect everybody in the world so but like climate change does yeah so it's easier to get them to understand that when you're like, yo, you could ha- not have a planet to live on in 10 years or whatever it is. Like th- there's you can get that versus like saving a cow's life. Mm-hmm. Yo, save your own life. <laughs> exactly. So I was feeling like really obnoxious the other day. My dad was cooking beef and I was like, oh, I'm sorry that I care about the plant future planet that, you know, your grandchildren will have to live on just because you won't be around. Be free to eat that beef right now and destroy the planet for your grandchildren. <laughs> and for the record, That's I don't amazing. actually like want to be that much of an asshole, but it was just but it's your dad. It was kind of funny. It's also your dad. <laughs> Whatevs. He was like, shut up. I'm not having grandchildren. <laughs> what did he say? You're not going to have grandchildren. You're going to have grandchildren. I think so. Now? Just because he said that. <laughs> um yeah no uh i don't talk like that to most people i would probably do that to my family too. i do it as a joke yeah exactly um but yeah no i think it's an easier thing to connect people to Mm -hmm. and to get people to understand so i think and i think that's why um climate change and the impact our food has on the environment has been such a rapidly increasing topic is that people can understand it a lot more Mm -hmm. and there's more options for change i think in that rather than just being like yo stop eating meat there's you should stop eating meat if you want this planet to survive but there's also like stop using plastic and doing this and this and all the other kind of options so i think it's an easier thing to get people to understand and to care about yeah yeah so I think that's why it's also because like veganism has been around forever. Climate change has also been around forever. But like climate change all of a sudden just took off like just running and it doesn't seem like it's going to stop mm-hmm. the conversation around it. I hope it doesn't stop. Um, but like I don't think veganism and well not necessarily veganism. I don't think animal rights or yeah I guess animal rights would be the right thing to say. Animal rights I don't know if that will ever get the same amount of traction that climate change mm-hmm. would get just because in the long run, it actually doesn't affect any human lives. I guess in a sense of climate change, it does, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. But I hope, I hope it does. Like, I hope I'm wrong and I hope people eventually do care about animal rights a little bit yeah. more. But I don't see it happening, at least in the foreseeable future, as much as like climate change would or things like that. Yeah, it just feels more tangible in a way. Yeah. Even though it still feels very abstract. Yeah. Should we move on? Yeah, sure. What's next? 
basketball news (laughs) Devin's favorite topic hi I'm new to sports specifically (laughs) basketball and when sports and veganism collide I get very excited (laughs) um so the Los Angeles Lakers have partnered with Beyond Meat as a sponsor specifically so not even like Beyond is in their stadiums yeah we are excited to welcome Beyond Meat as a new sponsor of the Los Angeles Lakers Tim Harris the Lakers president of business operations said They are an innovative and forward-thinking company with established and successful relationships with NBA players around the league. Anytime we can align with a company that is looking to improve the wellness of our players, as well as our fan base, we think it's a very good fit, and we look forward to a great relationship with Beyond Meat. Woo! Yeah! Go basketball! So they actually kicked off this partnership by serving vegan burgers outside of their uh, training facility. Amazing. Yeah, and then I think they're gonna try and incorporate them did the los angeles beef farmers get mad oh not yet that'll maybe be on next week's episode (laughs) i don't know if there's such thing as a los angeles beef farmer but you know oh so actually i'm learning so much about basketball every day look at this the lakers center javel mcgee yeah i hope i said his name right (laughs) i probably didn't i'm sorry he transitioned to a plant-based diet in 2016 and so he was at the launch event He said, shifting to a plant-based diet has been a literal game changer. I'm excited to have my two favorite LA brands partnering to make plant-based eating not only delicious, but accessible. Aw, how cute. Yeah. I wonder if any raptors are vegan. I will look into that. (laughs) I don't know that they are. I don't think so. I know that they cook up vegan options all the time. Do they? Yeah. I think they had vegan, um, vegan burgers at... The event I was at at their nice. training facility last week. That's cool. So that's really cool. Yeah. Anyways, that, I just liked hearing that story. Yeah. No, that's it's a nice story. It's just nice to mention, especially things like sports and athletes. It's big on people's minds in veganism right now, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. Seeing the whole conversation around game changers, it seems very timely for game the Lakers changers to has do. Like actually changed the game, apparently. Literally. <laughs> We have some notable mentions or there's still a news topic? No, the rest of them are all like kind notable of mentions? Just notable mentions. Okay. So we won't like dive deep into them, but we're just going to mention them because we feel like it's interesting to know. Yeah. Do you want to do yours first? Or you want me to do mine? I don't remember what mine are. All right, we'll do mine then. <laughs> so Ford, the car company, their first all vegan car has scooped up a very, very prestigious award. It's called the E-Cow Friendly Award of the Year. They won it E-cow friendly. from PETA, and it's because their new Mustang Mach-E, I think that's how you say it, it's... How's it spelled? M-A-C-H-E. Yeah, I think that sounds seems right. It just, I feel like I can't pull it off. Yeah, like you're, it not, doesn't, you're not a racer or no, a dra- car I don't do anything quickly. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so PETA quoted, oh no, I don't want to read this qu- oh, PETA quote. PETA quotes. so aggressive. PETA quotes are my favorite kind of quotes. They're basically, a lot of cow skin goes into... <laughs> yeah, three cow about three cows per vehicle yeah. in terms of leather go into a go into a vehicle mm-hmm. and not only is um this mustang uh vegan on the inside it's also all electric so oh it's God, more it's vegan on the outside environmentally <laughs> friendly as well yeah and i think it looks like volvo also has a oh, cool. fully electric mass-produced vehicle with a vegan interior called the pole star 2 what is it with car names <laughs> i don't know 
anyways that's all the car talk we have for you today yeah if you're looking for a all vegan if you can tell we're not into cars i would love an suv suvs would be nice Mm -hmm. i love an suv um okay going back to food something we are more comfortable with of course yes we're talking about vegan ribs Woo ribs so it's a norwegian company was that dutch dutch company that's creating vegan ribs with their proteins they have the soy protein that they already make vegan chicken with and now they're creating a new protein from a new source not soy that they're going to be making racks of ribs with yeah 20 10 ribs per rack they call it their profi or something plenty protein plenty that's it which is created from a yellow pea-based protein they call hippie hippie wait the chicken is plenty yeah, is, the chicken is plenty and the ribs will be made out of happy yeah excuse the names but um yeah it's basically they're just gonna be making they claim it's like the world's first vegan ribs i don't think I, it is maybe the first vegan ribs that are like sold where they are but like i don't like there's restaurants that do vegan ribs all the time so yeah i don't think it is but that's besides the point it's still cool it's still really awesome so be on the lookout if you're in a dutch country (laughs) and i really hope that these photos in the article which all of our articles are always linked in our show notes i hope this this isn't just stock photography and this is what they actually look like because you know they look pretty good they do it doesn't look like stock images because there's one image where they're like seeing the inside of it so i hope that's the actual image because um veg news if you're listening please credit your images (laughs) just so we know where to find them like what where they're coming from because if it's a stock image i think it's also good to know yep so yeah please credit your images maybe you do maybe i just missed it but i didn't see it now but was there anything else no that's it that's it that's all of our good news segment that was talk a long time it didn't feel like 25 minutes oh time flies when exciting vegan things are happening (laughs) doesn't it yes (laughs) All right, that's going to be it for this edition of In the News. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And that's the way the plant-based cookie crumbles. Wow, that was nice. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, food time. Birthday girl. (laughs) Birthday girl. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Yeah, we're going to podcast like it's your birthday. We're talking about food. Yes. Devin, what's your favorite food? Oh, my favorite food ever. Gingerbread. (laughs) (laughs) I fully did not know what food I was going to say when I started that sentence. And then I remembered (laughs) that I am obsessed with gingerbread right now. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) What's your favorite food? Pizza. Is that too general? Oh, bread is so good. But pizza is part of bread. It's true. Um, Do I have to be more specific as to what kind of pizza or just pizza in general? You didn't get uh, tell me to be specific because as we're learning, gingerbread comes in many I forms. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. That's okay, true. Okay, what kind of pizza? What's your favorite kind of pizza? I mean, the Big Mac pizza is like really, really hard to mm. beat. I think before going vegan, I would have said like a just regular cheese pizza. Yep. Classic. But now after going vegan, it's like those loaded on pizzas that just have so much of everything. Oh, or so Big Mac pizza or Blaze pizza. Oh, yeah? Have you been to Blaze a lot? You never take me anywhere. <laughs> do you have a blaze near you at work no. it seems like something that would be great for uh university. we have like studio pizza oh i don't know what that is but <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to a blaze pizza it is so good it's owned by lebron james basketball yes <laughs> <laughs> but they have vegan chorizo on their menu Ooh. and it's like a build your own pizza okay. basically so single mm-hmm. thing 
Uh, they have vegan treats, so that's new on their menu. They have vegan cheese. Into they have like it. so many vegan options. Into it's great it. and okay. it's delicious. And their crust is so good. What's so good about it? It's just like nice and thin and crispy, but also still has some chew to it. Thin it's crust. Nice. Yeah, it's like a personal pizza. So it's like, like thin crust. Not what? What's wrong with thin crust? I don't know. I didn't know you, you were a thin crust kind of person. When it comes to pizzas like that, I'm a thin crust oh, piece, okay. person. Yeah. What do you mean pizzas like that? Like those like when it's more simple classic pizza. Mm. So it's like toppings like cheese, mushrooms, things like that. That kind of person mm. for sure. Hmm. I don't know how I feel. Like to me, thin crust is like I don't want my pizza on a cracker. But like, see, that's too thin. There's okay. There is like uber thin crust where you don't even have any chew to uber it uber does thin crust <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> but then there's also like the regular thin crust where it's like thin two crackers but you still do <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> you still do get that bread feel to it a little bit okay yeah All right. but it's so good everything about it i was like i've had pizza so many times this week that i've been so happy <laughs> i think i saw you posting about it and i was like what is this blaze it's so good or 20 you, blaze we need to go to blaze next we- time next week We'll go we to have Blaze. so many places that we have to go. Uh, Blaze is one of my favorite places to go. It's so good. Okay. LeBron James know what he, knows what he's doing. It's also like they have really nice options. So like you can always try something new. Mm-hmm. It's not too, too expensive. The pizza is actually pretty sizable. I always eat the whole thing. I never have leftovers. Good for you. But most people when I look around have leftovers. <laughs> okay. Um, so they're actually pretty sizable. I think it costs like 12 bucks for a pizza. So it's not that bad. It's really nice. Is it unlimited and, toppings? Yeah. When okay. you build your own. Okay. And vegan cheese is an extra. It isn't. Isn't. Good. In the treats, it was an extra. Like, it's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll go. Um, It was so, so good. So I recommend Blaze for anyone that has a Blaze in their area. Thank you, LeBron James, for bringing this to me. <laughs> um, But yeah, pizza is my favorite food. Okay. Now, my favorite form of gingerbread. Thank you for asking. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one actually really because like gingerbread cookies yeah are, are like probably the classic gingerbread they're the form of gingerbread i have the most often yes right but they might not be your favorite um right now my favorite is probably the gingerbread latte at starbucks okay is it you only have the most of gingerbread cookies because they're probably the most readily accessible people are always making gingerbread cookies around the holidays mm-hmm. there's ginger molasses cookies around ginger molasses cookies around all year round though yes that company new moon kitchen they make Great. ginger and it's so good. Yeah. So like, is that why you have more so gingerbread people cookie type deals? Because they're available more readily Prob- than say a gingerbread latte is. Yeah, probably. Okay. But a latte. What other kind of gingerbread things have you had? I made gingerbread cinnamon rolls last year yes, for New Year's Day. Those. Yeah, they were pretty good. Everyone thought that they were pretty good. So that's all that matters. Yes. Um, what else have I had? Now, question. Yo. I know you don't love French toast, but what if I were to make a <laughs> gingerbread loaf and French toast that? French toast a gingerbread loaf. Yeah. Ha- is someone paying you to try to make me like gin- or French, <laughs> French toast, toast right now? No, I just okay. I just thought of like, ooh, gingerbread French toast might be good. But I was like, ooh, but Devin doesn't like French ooh. toast. So how can I make Devin like this? Oh. Yeah. There's potential. I'm not going to lie. There is okay. potential. <laughs> <laughs> anything is possible oh, also i totally forgot our gingerbread waffles oh my god <laughs> those are so good yeah those gingerbread waffles are amazing oh i feel like an idiot right now <laughs> those are really good fuck yeah. your gingerbread french toast get out of here 
<laughs> gingerbread waffles yes uh, gingerbread pancakes would also i think be delicious yep there's a lot Definitely. of potential to gingerbread a lot of things this is what i'm saying I'm, i want to make you a gingerbread layer cake for your birthday you are so so nice i made gingerbread cupcakes i have to try them still yes um yeah no i'm in a gingerbread mood lately oh my god who isn't i made gingerbread biscotti you made gingerbread giant cookies we don't talk about that that is a disgrace to gingerbread (laughs) i am ashamed of myself a whole year later what about like have you ever tried like a gingerbread overnight oats or like a chia pudding or something i have not but i think you should that sounds delicious yeah i think it would be really great yes Okay, now since I named a sweet thing and you named a savory thing. We got to do the opposite. Yeah, what's your favorite sweet thing? Donuts. Donuts. You're, <laughs> say, you're saying donuts. Just for the record, there is a box. You know when you go to like a nice clothing store like in the States, Macy's or something or here, Hudson's Bay, and you buy a sweater and they put it in one of those boxes? Yeah. Catherine has a box that size <laughs> on her table right now full of donuts. We were So we were in Hamilton yesterday, me and Hutch. And we went to Donut Monster and got donuts. And then I was like, yo, Hutch, we're not in Hamilton very often. <laughs> we should pick up donuts. And like we were with someone. They picked up donuts. They got six donuts. They were going to bring them to friends. Hutch came back from buying donuts with a box of 12. And they're like, whoa, you got the big box. And I was like, well, is there ever too many donuts? No, it's just i don't know it's so big i really thought that you had ordered a sweater or something (laughs) disclaimer we are also having people over today so we won't be eating all 12 donuts ourselves but we could potentially do that also yes um but yes i love donuts i don't know if i have a favorite you do not know oh actually i do have a very (laughs) stop and appreciate my pun (laughs) i'm talking about donuts I do have a very specific donut that I like. Like the rose pistachio oh, yeah. from Bloomers is one of my favorite donuts. It's so good. Mm-hmm. But like if I'm never like there's not one flavor of donut that I almost don't, like it's not the like I don't have a go to flavor of donut. Mm. I just like donuts. I think I'm either like sprinkles. You're classic. Yeah. Donut. Or just like an old fashioned with like sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, those are both pretty simple. Those pretty are basic. like easy go to's. Like you so know they're going to be good. You're almost always can like. They're yeah. definitely going to be a good donut. Because, like, there's some people's, like, chocolate donuts aren't always good. Mm. Other, like, these unique flavors aren't always the best. Yeah. Because it depends on the place you get them. But, like, a cinnamon sugar or, like, a simple glazed donut. Old, reliable. Good. Yeah. Um. Okay, your okay. savory thing. Yes, my favorite savory food is a harder question, apparently. Yeah. I remember you in the past mentioning sandwiches at one point. I have said, was it when we said what food could you eat? Oh, on the island or something. Yeah, for yeah. like the rest of your life yeah. or something. I said sandwiches. And I said pizza. There's a lot of variety there. So loophole. Oh, man. I don't know. Is it sandwiches? What makes me really happy? Pizza. Uh, you beyond can say sausages. Pizza. It's okay. Can I just say beyond sausages? Yeah. Beyond sausages, just that specific My favorite savory food is a beyond sausage. <laughs> Not sponsored by I beyond sausage. I don't know if that's true. It huh, it could be pizza. What else am I thinking about? Um, do you eat a lot of pasta? Is there a specific pasta you like? Okay, if it didn't immediately it come didn't. to you, no, then I don't think it's that's not your sparking favorite. joy. Yeah, I think we can just get rid of that. Oh my Marie god! It, wait, Fruit Loops are still sweeter. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Sorry, Fruity O's. Fruity O's, not the Fruit off-brand Loops. Fruit Loops that are vegan. Yeah, um, popcorn wait. is really good. I'm just Ooh. looking at Catherine's pantry right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of meals we've made. Also, like this is kind of like a niche thing, but a good chicken and waffles, mm. a vegan chicken and waffles 
so good. Why are why am I not saying anything with buffalo sauce on it? Oh yeah, what about like cauliflower wings? Yeah, or what something? am I doing? Yeah. Buffalo Is sauce. Is it not your favorite? Buff Oh, you know what? Those buff that buffalo cauliflower at fresh. Oh, so good. That might be my favorite. It's so that good. That might be my favorite food. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that because I could be okay. sitting here all day questioning myself. So, do you have a favorite cuisine? No. 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 Really? No. Interesting. Do you? No. <laughs> I think, so. I mean, I like almost any Asian cuisine. Yeah. I They're feel delicious. like I do kind of. Um, but I love Korean food. Mm. I think it's so, so good. Uh, Thai food is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usually when I'm like ordering takeout, Thai will be like my top choice. Yeah. Because like a nice Thai curry. Oh, so good. So good. Um, Indian food, delicious. Yes. Anything Asian is delicious. Very true. I do think Chinese food is getting lower on my list though. Is it because you're not having a like, good Chinese food? It might be because I think it's like, like good Chinese food obviously still exists as a vegan. It's mm-hmm. delicious. But I think the more I explore other Asian cuisines and the more I realize like a Thai curry, I would almost always take a yeah. Thai curry over like a chinese noodle dish or something like thai curry is so good agreed so um i think the more i have like other cuisines and more i try that kind of stuff the more i realize that chinese food i don't think it it used to be my top takeout Mm -hmm. i used to almost always want to order chinese food but now it's like thai food i think i'm right there with you all right because like i'm trying to think of other cuisines like italian like i love pizza i love pasta all that stuff but this is okay this is the weirdest thing is i almost love everything italian like i love lasagna mm-hmm. i love pizza like i love italian food but i would never consider italian food my favorite cuisine yeah because like i also don't necessarily like the classic italian dishes like i like i don't eat just regular pizza i eat big mac pizza which yeah. is no longer italian at that point no <laughs> i also like like i love classic lasagna is good but like our thanksgiving lasagna is so good Mm -hmm. so like i like the constructs of italian food but i like the uniqueness that you can change it a lot i mean italians don't like that but Mm -hmm. i like like i would never consider just straight up italian cuisine my favorite yeah me neither it's so interesting because like i also love pasta pasta is great but like I still wouldn't like if I'm like going through a takeout menu or any kind of thing or I'm like, what do I want for dinner tonight? I almost never choose Italian food. I feel like I forget about pasta all the time. Yeah. And then when I remember, I'm like, oh, I love this. <laughs> and then months later, you just forget oh, yeah, about pasta. It again. Yeah. It's never at the top of your mind. Yeah. But like when you remember, it, you're like, whoa, pasta so good. <laughs> whoa, I just thought about <laughs> pasta again. Like there's certain restaurants like Il Fernello in Toronto mm. is always on the top of my mind because their food is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. There's just Italian food in general is never like I'm never on the lookout for an Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe it's because we're vegan and so much Italian food isn't vegan. Yeah. That might be the reason now, but like, because I, I feel like when I was younger, I used to love Italian food. I mean, I grew up with a lot of it because my dad's side has Italian. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I grew up eating a lot of pasta, but I'm not Italian. And I, it's just pasta. I'm Man, Portuguese, I feel like so. I feel like I failed this week. I did a podcast at work about um, non-vegan restaurants that have great vegan food and you didn't say il Fernello. no i totally <laughs> forgot about il Fernello, and like so many people need to know about that who did you talk about i talked about osmos i talked about fat bastard i talked, talked about a lot of fast food places yeah 
Because those are the ones I you was go thinking to about the ones frequently. around campus too. Yeah. I guess like yeah. and Bonmi Boys. Oh, Bonmi Boys, guys! Yeah. If you're, it's I, it's Toronto, right? Local Toronto I think thing. So. God, if you are ever near a banh mi boys, get their lemongrass tofu banh mi. It is the most delicious thing you'll eat in your life. Mm-hmm. And then I also so said um, the pizza options that are available. Yeah. So I mentioned Pizza Pizza. I mentioned Pizza Nova. I mentioned Panago. Nice. Because those are kind of the most widespread yeah. ones. Yeah. And then I mentioned, oh, I just decided I needed to give A&W a shout out for bringing oh, for Beyond sure. to our beautiful country and w really started this whole yeah in canada so. yeah so i was like i can't do this list and not talk about a exactly um yeah so you you went more like lunch options fast food options things because you also like sue's downtown toronto oh. is like they have their vegan pop-up but they also have vegan options on their menu normally and that i think is my favorite restaurant of all time fat choy yeah actually i would put like fat choy and il fornello in their own special list of places I will take you if you want to like have sexual food. <laughs> yeah. Like it yeah. makes me feel. That is actually, you know, 100% accurate. They're a little on the pricier end than I would normally spend on dinner. Yeah. But like if I'm going somewhere to really show somebody vegan food is freaking amazing. Yeah. It is Fat Choy or it is Il Fornello. I feel like there's another one that needs to be on that list. Um, I also really, really enjoy taking people to Fresh because I yeah. do think Fresh is actually really good vegan food. Fresh should be on that list. Um, Makes me feel things. <laughs> I feel so fresh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Yep, totes. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. Um, I think, honestly, I think Fat Choy is my number one whenever I want to take someone to like, and whenever anyone asks me what my favorite restaurant mm. in the city is, is always Fat Choy. Okay. that choy without a doubt because it's so good there's probably more restaurants we can include on that list but like mm-hmm. at the top of my head i just got fat choy and uh il Fernello on the mind those are good things to have on the mind oh yeah i did also mention apocalypse now Oof. on the episode okay. because um they were asking like there's like specialty pizza places too that you've talked about so i was like yes if i'm talking <laughs> about specialty pizza i'm talking about apocalypse you have to you yes. should all try it it is it's pizza with like weight you know oh, like pe- it is it is so good. My favorite part about ordering a pie clips, the Big Mac pizza, mm-hmm. almost order always order the large so that I can have leftovers for mm-hmm. breakfast and lunch the next day and put potentially dinner again. Yes. That's literally what I do. I like order pizza and then the next day is just pizza all day. That's a great day. It's so great. <laughs> Whenever I order a pie clips, that is the greatest week of my life. Aww. <laughs> I love pizza. I don't know if that's sad. Why is that sad? That's the greatest week of your life? Yeah. I was ne- I've never been on a bus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been on a bus. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I love pizza so much. It just makes me so happy. That's good. Like I literally, so me and Hutch went to Blaze Pizza the other day came home and i'm sitting on the couch i'm like i want more pizza and he's like wait what i was like you just had pizza and he's like but it's pizza like you can never have too much pizza i just want more i didn't I, order pizza but i could have i feel bad for those people that don't have these strong feelings when for they food? eat good I food know. like you know when you bite into something really good and you just you feel it in your heart and oh. you just you feel so happy yeah I just like I can't imagine not feeling that. So like when someone says they don't feel that way, I'm like, wait, what? Right? This isn't like the most emotional experience you've ever had in your life. Like, are we just very sensitive people <laughs> and we just feel things very intensely, Maybe. even when it comes to food? Yeah, I don't know what it that is. That could but... be true. But yeah, no, I just 
I love food so much. And I think I think Toronto is such a cool food city. I think we've got such unique food here and such unique food stories. Do you think that it's known as a food, a city? food city as much as it should be? I don't know. I don't think so. What I think because like, I think Chicago and mm. New York and Las Vegas and all those like bigger cities sh- kind of overshadow it. But like Toronto, I think like deserves some light in this food city world and from like a regular food or like vegan food i think all food but should it be bigger up there on the vegan food list for sure i think it's got some awesome vegan should we be working on that and i don't even think a lot of it comes from necessarily vegan restaurants here i think a lot of it comes from vegan options on non-vegan restaurants that are just doing it so well yeah um and i don't think they get enough credit because like i understand wanting to support vegan businesses i'm all there for that but like some of the best vegan food in the city are done by people who own non-vegan businesses. And I think it's okay to support them too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think even like, I think Toronto sometimes even gets overshadowed by Vancouver when it comes to food. Like I think Vancouver might have a more known food scene, yeah. at least when it comes to like sushi and stuff yeah. like that. Um, just because they're also close to the States. They, and they should have better sushi. They are right beside by the, the ocean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Toronto really deserves some more acknowledgement in the food scene because like Toronto's got some good options. If we weren't already so busy, I would say we should work on that. Oh, one of my favorite <laughs> food cities though, yeah? Montreal. Oh, that's true. Montreal has amazing, at least vegan food. Yeah. I don't know, really know about any other food. It seems like it would have great other food too. Yeah. Montreal has some of the best vegan food ever. Man, I gotta go. Yeah, we like gotta right take now, a trip go- to Montreal. We got to take a trip to Montreal. Let's go. Let's go now that we have weekends off. Let's just go to Montreal. Might be snowy there, though. Don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like that. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's like a lot of good vegan food cities that we want to visit eventually, right? Portland. Portland. Hello. London, England. I hear has like vegan options on like every single menu possible. So. Oh, actually, I should say something on the podcast because maybe somebody who's listening will send us tips. But I might be going to Seattle when I go out west. How dare you? I'm How so dare you? Do you want to come with me? How dare you? Do you, you? want to come? So rude. I have no money. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Bring me back something. Well, that's what I'm asking. Like Ooh. from Vancouver or from Seattle, are there things that I should be going to try or oh, try to bring God. back? I don't know. Like, let's start thinking about this now because I go in like two weeks. Okay, I'll start thinking. So listeners, if you have any thoughts and then we'll put on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, Vancouver, Seattle, let us know. There's got to be something in Seattle we must bring back. There's so many vegan products that we don't get here that we just, there's got to be. I know. You should go to a Trader Joe's. I was thinking that. When she asked me the other day, I was like, do I just straight up say, I know there's great stuff to see in Seattle, but can we just go to Trader Joe's? (laughs) Please just go to Trader Joe's. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, but also anyone here from Seattle who have been to Seattle, let us know. Mm-hmm. Now that Devin is abandoning me for no, Seattle. I'm sorry. <laughs> you went to Montreal without me. So I don't know why I'm I getting know. upset right now. I know it's fair. Okay. We got to plan trips more together. Yeah. We, gotta we work only on work together. I know. We don't do anything else together. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, Any other food topics you want to talk about? I think we had a nice discussion about we food. We did. Yeah. Are you, um, now that you, we've been doing this blog for a while, mm, are you forever. more into cooking food than you were before? I think so. I feel like I'm starting to enjoy it more. That's I still good. don't do it as often as I wish I could. Yeah. But when I do actually cook, I'm like, this is fun. This oh, is chaos. Good. This is absolute <laughs> chaos. I have no idea what I'm doing, but this is fun. I mean, 
Mine is chaos too, yeah. even though I know kind of what know what I'm doing. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> like it was so funny when I was making those cookies, those chocolate chunk cookies, which I've spent two years trying to make and perfect, and then I made them the other day and totally fucked them up. Because <laughs> so. I just like I'm such an impatient person when it comes to cooking for myself. Mm-hmm. So like I just like don't cook it to the point where I should, or don't let it rest to the point where I should. So I just fuck things up all the time. That's amazing. But they still turned out really good, right? Yeah, they were delicious. People really liked them. There you go. Even when she fucks up, things turn out great. Imagine. That must be so nice. (laughs) I mean, you haven't seen... I mean, you saw the ginger snaps in the fridge that were supposed to be soft gingerbread cookies. They didn't really work out. They're still freaking delicious. I'm going to eat more of them. never mind. I'm just trying to make you feel better. Oh, thank you. (laughs) It's not working? Nope. I mean, but also, this is like baking. That's more my element than savory is. I fuck up more savory than I fuck up baking. Which makes no sense. It's but. totally backwards. Yeah. Because savory is harder to fuck up, I think. Right? Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I just like feel more in my element when I'm baking. Yeah. And I just feel like I know more and I enjoy it a little bit more than savory cooking. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I assume you enjoy savory cooking more than baking. I guess so. I just doubt myself all the time unless I'm cooking something with buffalo sauce. And then I, that's when I'm in my buffalo sauce to everything. That's when I'm in my element when there's buffalo sauce involved. (laughs) You just like, you're panicking and you just look over. You're like, oh, Frank's here. (laughs) We can do this. (laughs) I can do this. Frank is here to support me. You and me, Buffalo Frank. (laughs) Till the end. (laughs) All right. I think this is a good conversation about food. This was fun. Um, so much fun happy birthday Catherine! thank you uh everyone should go wish Catherine a happy birthday sure on instagram yeah. or on twitter or on youtube just find her oh god and wish her a happy Please birthday <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be it for this episode of tmg unfiltered if you want to check out our vegan recipes they are at twomarketgirls.com we are two market girls on youtube we are two market girls <laughs> everywhere <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes. If you're listening on Apple or iTunes, give us a rating and review. It helps our podcast grow and reach more listeners. And that's going to be it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Food is the best. (laughs) Food is the best. Food is love. (laughs) 